The state's criminal act of obstruction of justice via fictitious prosecution, the people of the state of California versus Erica Lorraine Spencer. Case number FWV1900171. The fictitious prosecution is a cooperative criminal act of obstruction of justice by the entity that is engaged in federal group stalking and monitoring, which includes the Ontario Police Department, the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department, the Rancho Cucamonga Superior Court, the San Bernardino County Public Defender's Office, the San Bernardino County District Attorney's Office, and the people of the state of California. The fictitious prosecution is the entity's method of kidnapping and criminal summoning upon assertion of false allegations facilitates the state's criminal objective to engage in kidnapping, which the entity accomplishes via abuse of penal code section 69 for purposes of artificially engineering a case of resistance of a lawful arrest or lawful performance of the duties of police officers who are engaged in the criminal system of federal group stalking and monitoring. This abuse of the law is compounded by the criminally incompetent legal representation by the officers of the court who engage in the criminal system of federal group stalking and monitoring via gross dereliction of duties owed in order to genuinely advocate on one's behalf in a court of law and the falsification and or removal of information and events in order to accomplish a criminal objective. The malicious construct of the criminal justice system is in operation in order that I remain kidnapped by the entity that is engaged in federal group stalking and monitoring, which is in violation of federal stalking statute 18 U.S.C. sections 2261A subsection 1 and 2261A subsection 2. The Prison Rape Elimination Act, Federal Statute 34 U.S.C. Section 30301, also known as PREA, and Title 15 California Code of Regulations. The entity engages in a documented pattern of kidnapping with intent to obstruct justice while federal stalking remains ceaselessly underway and fictitious authority under the law is thereby exercised by the state that is criminally monitoring. Dates of kidnapping by the entity include May 4, 2019 to May 22, 2019. This is the state's pattern of conduct. This is documentation uh, serving to publish what is the pattern of kidnapping by the Ontario Police Department, the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department, the Rancho Cucamonga Superior Court, and the people of the state of California while this ongoing surveillance system is underway. And it is referred to as federal group stalking and monitoring. And so essentially you have what is this, this system of surveillance is underway and terrorism is underway while you remain subject to what is uh, this system. You have what is the fictitious engagement of operation of law, this fictitious exercise of authority under the law by those officers of the court who are engaging in what is federal group stalking and monitoring by the law enforcement who are engaged in federal group stalking and monitoring and the people of the state engaging in uh, kidnapping via what is criminal summoning and the assertion, which is criminal, where federal group stalking and monitoring is underway. This is facilitating kidnapping. Kidnapping with regard to the pattern of conduct of federal group stalking and monitoring is what is 
uh, an integral component to what is the, that concerted cooperative act of kidnapping by the entity altogether, where you are subject to surveillance by the state, where you are subject to what is federal group stalking and monitoring. So this is the POC that is underway while you have what is fictitious authority under the law exercised by the state itself, acting via law enforcement, acting via the sheriff's department, acting via the court, which is specifically the Rancho Cucamonga Superior Court. And this is also speaking to what is a pattern of kidnapping, as I have documented the state of California engaging in federal group stalking and monitoring, which is state surveillance and terrorism, as I'm revealing it as it is ceaselessly underway in the state of California. And so this is a kidnapping, which I have spoke of many, many, many times as I am documenting on my podcast and on YouTube, referencing the uh, occasions of literally encountering the particular uh officers of the Ontario Police Department who engage in the POC they're engaging in the fe- they're engaged in federal group stalking and monitoring but what what these demons of the police department engage in these are demons that are also intending to harass having engaged in kidnapping you prior all right this is what they are doing and this is what I'm speaking to while while I have do- documented Sequoia while I have documented uh, the Ontario Police Department officer Jay Burnett number 19993 while I am documenting them engaged in group stalking in that specific environment, the POC is underway monitoring with the people of the state, also engaging in what is harassment. This particular demon of the Ontario Police Department engaging in monitoring visibly so to communicate that terrorizing threat while having been uh, engaged in uh, kidnapping me on a prior occasion. And this is that totality of that criminal uh, purpose that is underway, which I have spoken to so many times understanding what demons are engaging in because this is understanding this is demonic activity this is a satanic targeting system and it is criminal it's in violation of title 18 section 2261a subsections 1 and 2 but understanding also and that's my point the malice okay the malice with which the demon possessed the demon possessed that are uh, clothed and cloaked in the uniforms of law enforcement and in the courts and with the sheriff's department and the criminal intent that they harbor as they engage in the POC okay and so this is uh that which I have spoken of before I am publishing it via podcast and onto my website and what is a post that is uh, detailing and further expounding upon and highlighting the uh, totality of this documentation that I have uh, written out. And it is fully written uh, in what is documentation that I that I created a long time ago. I published it in an electronic form so that way I can publish it onto the internet and onto my podcast. And this kidnapping, again, this is kidnapping by an entity while federal group stalking and monitoring is underway. This kidnapping that I endured uh, occurred on May 4th, 2019. Um, And it is fully expounded upon in the document that is identified as uh, the November 16, 2018 list of police encounters. And this document is 109 pages. It's handwritten documentation. This is when I am gathering up all of my documentation i am documenting law enforcement as they are engaging in a pattern of stalking and the demon possessed engaging in what is public corruption this is the same thing that the people of the state are doing this is ongoing state surveillance and it is outwardly supposed to appear as though it's everyday life in other words law enforcement are stalking in the path they're creating light activity they're engaging in um, activity creation and, and surveilling you with communication devices in concert with the people of the state while appearing outwardly as though they are in engaged in some lawful execution of their duty that you would assume applies to what is a police officer. All right. And so not only this is demonic, as you are understanding the malice, it is criminal when you are talking about what is the facilitation 
this is actually law enforcement that are engaged in state surveillance with the people of the state. These are criminals holding hands with the citizens engaging in state surveillance and terrorism together. And they are of the same condition, by the way, demon possessed. It is an entirely malicious system through and through. And so this May 4th, 2019, uh, kidnapping is fully written out and expounded upon um, in this document that is identified as November 16, 2018, list of police encounters. And this specific uh, encounter on May 4th, 2019 is written about on pages 35 through 63. And this is also carved out specifically focusing on this particular criminal act by the state, which is again, kidnapping by an entity with the intent to obstruct justice while federal group stalking and monitoring remains ceaselessly underway. Okay. So while the government is engaging in surveillance and terrorism, they're also engaging in what is fictitious exercise of authority under the law while they are in fact, the criminal. All right. And it is the heights, the unfathomable heights of hypocrisy. I mean, this is this is public corruption and and this is what I'm speaking to. So May 4, 2019, this is a kidnapping by the Ontario Police Department. And I want to get to what is the the bottom line. It is indeed the POC. And uh, this is a kidnapping that was um, originated with what are the Ontario Police Department officer number again, this is Officer Jay Burnett with the Ontario Police Department and his um, serial number, his identification number, his badge number is 19993. And he is with the African-American female who I have referred to throughout my documentation. Uh, her name um, is Sequoia, and that's all I have with regard to her her name. Okay. But I have her image. I have her, her voice. I've documented her engaging in federal group stalking and monitoring at Starbucks located at 706 West Holt Boulevard. She is engaged in, uh, documented engaging in, uh, the POC at the McDonald's, uh, which the McDonald's, which is off of Rancho Cucamonga fourth street, I believe. And, uh, this is engaging in the POC and doing so having, having been already documented engaging in kidnapping. So this is in every way. It is not only personal because you're subject to surveillance by the state. These are, uh, officers who have engaged in kidnapping you. And in this regard are also personally engaging in targeting and, and coming to personally and visibly engage in the POC. And so uh, these are the two police officers that are, uh, engaging in kidnapping on May 4th, 2019. And, um, the officers of the court, again, to be identified, they are engaging in what is a fictitious prosecution. They are engaging in what is a fictitious prosecution pursuant to what is a kidnapping by the Ontario Police Department and the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department who are engaging in what is a criminal continuation of kidnapping. All right. None, none of them altogether, the, the court, the sheriff, nor the police have any legal authority. They are engaging in what is surveillance. The POC is underway and then you have what is kidnapping. And so uh, this is what I'm speaking to in my documentation in the November 16, 2018 list of police encounters. Officer Jay Burnett and the bottom line is this officer, after he kidnaps me from uh, after illegally searching my vehicle, that is I'm sitting inside of my vehicle and uh, there is no emergency. There is no event underway. There is nothing, in other words, under the law, giving him any consent, giving him any authority and the, and has no warrant whatsoever. And also you're talking about what would be fictitious exercise of such, um, authority where criminal 
activity by the government is underway. But I just want to be clear, none of this exists where uh, Officer Burnett breaks into my vehicle, and that is referred to as what is an illegal search upon what is criminal summoning by a third party that is identified as Tracy Banks. Uh, this is uh, following what is an altercation, a verbal altercation um, at, inside of her venue where she is monitoring me, all right, and engaging in the uh, demonic pacing. It precipitates into what is a verbal argument. She actually puts her hands on me because I, I do take her phone uh, while she is uh, con constantly aiming it in my face and pacing back and forth inside of her apartment um, while I am sitting in the living room. And again, re you're remembering the environment. The state is keeping a fake sun over this apartment. The state is aiming directed light inside of this apartment. And you have what is this third party who was pacing back and forth and is nude. Okay. She's getting ready for work. She's, she's nude. I don't want to see her first of all. And she's pacing back and forth. This is a demon that is naked pacing back and forth in front of her open door, refuses to close, refuses to close her door and is pacing back and forth because she's monitoring. So yes, this is very annoying. So anyway, I um, seek to close the door and this is just to give a synopsis of it because this is all written out in the list of police encounters and the documents that I also wrote uh, with regard to this incident on um, the day in fact that it happened on May 4th, 2019, where I am kidnapped and I'm inside of the state facilitating venue of the West Valley Detention Center, where again, once I'm in the jail cell, I write out again what occurred. And so this is real-time documentation while I am subject to that kidnapping. And that document is referred to as the May 4th, 2019 writings. And it is the detailing of the kidnapping by the Ontario Police Department. And it is originating with, with uh, what is the POC that's underway at third-party facilitating venue Woodside Senior Apartments on May 4th, 2019. And so I'm subject to the POC. A verbal argument precipitates while Tracy Banks is monitoring me inside of uh a third party facilitating venue. This is not a private residence. I'm subject to surveillance inside of this venue. And the reason why uh, this is uh, pursuant to the POCs, this is how and why Officer Jay Burnett of the Ontario Police Department, after I am kidnapped, he has broken into my vehicle. He is summoned pursuant to what is criminal summoning. Uh, meaning the pattern of conduct is underway. You have the people of the state engaging in summoning the police department who are already engaging in criminal monitoring with them. So this is what is facilitation, the people monitoring with law enforcement. It is a means of kidnapping. It is, it is a means of intimidation. It is a means of threatening. Um, it's a means of what is that terrorism and uh, it is a means of harassment. So you have uh, the entity that is criminally summoned while the pattern of conduct is already underway. And this is how Officer Jay Burnett uh, who uh, illegally breaks into my vehicle and then subjects me to what is an assault and battery with his partner, the African-American female going by the name of Sequoia, uh, who engage in what is an assault and battery, uh, illegally arrest me and take me to West Valley. This is a kidnapping while I am subject to surveillance and terrorism by the government. Federal group stalking and monitoring is underway. Fictitious authority under the law is thereby exercised, but even understand uh, and this is just by knowledge of the law. Uh, Officer Burnett is not even operating underneath his uh, fictitious exercise of authority under the law, if you will, because this is an illegal search. He breaks into my vehicle. And how does how does this officer already know that I'm in my car? Again, at the time when I had my vehicle, the entirety of that vehicle was was uh, covered up the windows, the windshields. You were not able to uh, see inside of the vehicle, which I do return. I leave Tracy Banks's apartment and I go and I sit in my car and I'm writing in a journal about the pattern of conduct as it was underway. And as I am inside of my vehicle, 
And uh, I am writing in my journal. This is when the officer opens the door. He breaks into my car. This is called an illegal search. Uh, and then uh, you have what is an assault and battery uh, that ensues. And this is essentially a confrontation that uh, this officer forced. You're breaking into my vehicle and you don't even have a right to be here. There is no situation in progress. So Tracy Banks has summoned you where, first of all, you're monitoring together in the first place, but Tracy Banks has nonetheless summoned you and all that, that officer, all they had the authority to do was go and talk to Tracy Banks because, but for surveillance, you don't actually know where I am, right? You don't know that I'm in my car. Even if Tracy Banks says, oh, well, she, her car is parked on Vine and G Street. Uh, you don't have the authority to enter that vehicle and you do not know if I'm inside of that vehicle. You don't know if I've walked away from my vehicle and, and walked down the street or whatever may be the case. Uh, but you again, this is the reality. I'm subject to surveillance. And this is also an illegal search of my vehicle, which is then followed by what is an assault and battery. I'm handcuffed, placed into that police vehicle and the Ontario Police Department engage in what is heavy presence. You have an excess of five vehicles. These are all demons and they're patrolling in their vehicles. They're uh, cr congregated on the street on what is a very, um, it's not a big deal. You're talking about what is a literally an argument between allegedly a mother and a daughter, right? Uh, this Ostensibly a mother and a daughter. And you have this heavy police presence after I'm uh, placed into the vehicle and uh, after I've been attacked by these two officers. Uh, and these officers are engaging in what is harassment, uh, laughing, uh, making a jest with regard to uh, my being... Um, taken into custody and whether I was upset and, you know, this is, uh, the, the comments of the officers are written in my, uh, writings. I'm, I want to speak to what is the bottom line with regard to the ongoing surveillance that is underway. And then what is a kidnapping while that surveillance is underway. So, because this is important to understanding what is a pattern of kidnapping, the absolute zero uh, authority under the law while you are being taken into custody by a government that is monitoring you in concert with the people of the state. And this is how the pattern of conduct works. And so uh, this is ongoing while the state is stalking by aircraft, okay, and helicopter. The state's fake sun is directly above my vehicle as I have left Tracy Banks's apartment. As you have seen in my documentation, the state keeping a fake sun over my head while I am walking from that apartment at Woodside Senior Apartments to my vehicle that is parked at 713 North Fine Avenue. And this is when uh, the police officer breaks into my car. This is when I'm physically attacked. This is when I'm then handcuffed and placed inside of the back of the vehicle. And the state is uh, amplifying plane activity inside of the car. All right. This, the state's fake sun remains over the vehicle while we're there. This is all manner of the POC. Everything that I've already shown, what the pattern of conduct is, the pattern of conduct is ceaselessly underway. And these are demons that are engaging in this criminal system, engaging in this fictitious exercise of authority, uh, literally criminals themselves in positions that they have no business in seeking to obstruct justice while I'm documenting the pattern of conduct. And this is why you're subject to what is a pattern of kidnapping by that entity. And so while this ongoing pattern of conduct is underway, excuse me, pattern of conduct is underway, uh, you have what is the seizing of the criminal seizure of my person uh, without my consent, taking me from one place to another. Uh, that is a kidnapping by the entity that is uh, surveilling me, that is engaging in what is monitoring me and doing it in concert with the people of the state. Um, and you have what is 
this police officer while I am taken to West Valley Detention Center on May 4th, 2019, uh, and I uh, remain arrested. I'm, excuse me, I remain handcuffed in the back of that vehicle. I am sitting in the back seat of Officer Jay Burnett's vehicle. I am sitting behind the driver's seat. I, uh, he has pulled into the parking lot of the West Valley Detention Center. The fake sun is over the parking lot. It is all manner of POC, okay? This is, this is the ongoing pattern of conduct. So what you have is uh, he has parked the vehicle. He gets out of the vehicle. Sequoia is parked uh, in another vehicle and uh, the, her vehicle is to the parked on the driver's side. So I am sitting in the back seat on the driver's side. Officer Jay Burnett and Sequoia have exited their vehicles. They are standing in the parking lot. Uh, they uh, appear as though like they're getting paperwork together, like they're literally just going to make up some charges, all right, to 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 put on paper as to why they kidnapped me. Their probable cause, you know, the process. And this is literally the creation of information uh, with the help of third parties such as Tracy Banks waging false allegations. Um, and so while, while the pattern of conduct, not just false allegations, but false allegations while you're engaged in federal group stalking and monitoring, okay? Very important. So you have, what is this officer? And this is the POC. This is, this is what is so profound. Officer Jay Burnett pulls out his cell phone while I am within earshot. And he pulls out his phone and on speakerphone, he is playing back what is the verbal argument that took place between Tracy Banks and I inside of her apartment where there was no phone call made to any police officers. There was no summoning of the police. We had an argument. Um, I took her phone from her hands and she hit me and I told her, I threatened her. I said, if you hit me again, just to you know paraphrase I, I i put exactly what i put in my in the writing but just to paraphrase if you hit me again if you put your hands on me again i'm going to hurt you that's basically what i told her um and you have what is uh this verbal exchange all right i i do not uh attack her she actually hits me and i'm defending myself and i'm also telling her if she hits me again i'm gonna hurt her and so she leaves the apartment after that i remain in the apartment Okay, and I'm looking for yogurt. I'm looking for something to eat. I'm getting ready to leave, but I'm taking my time because I'm going to get something to eat and then I'm going to go out of the car. I'm going to go to my car, go about my day, whatever I do. Uh, I'm dealing with a psychopath who's monitoring me and who's uh, hostile because not only the fact because I know that she is monitoring and that she's a demon uh, and that uh, I call her a criminal. I call her everything that she is based on her conduct. Okay, so you're I'm, I'm not really, in other words, I'm not really truly phased by Tracy Banks. All right. And so Nonetheless, this is the bottom line, though. We, there is a verbal argument that takes place. And this uh, exchange where she hits me and I tell her specifically, if you hit me again, I'm going to hurt you. Officer Jay Burnett, while we're in the parking lot of West Valley Detention Center, he pulls out his phone and he is playing back on speakerphone where I am sitting handcuffed in his vehicle in the back seat. And I hear my own voice making that statement to Tracy Banks that occurred inside of her apartment. Before any phone call was made, Tracy Banks did not make a phone call. And understand, she does not have to make a phone call. The police are monitoring. But, okay, we're just going to go through what actually happened, though. There was no phone call made to the police inside of the apartment. She exits the apartment. She goes to the parking lot. And I get something to eat from the refrigerator. And then I leave the apartment. And I walk through the parking lot of Woodside Senior Apartments. I cross the street. And I go and sit in my vehicle where I begin writing in my journal. Um, and I saw her physically in the parking lot, standing outside of her car on her phone. And so I suppose she's calling the police. She's engaged in a pattern of criminal I am not phased by Tracy Banks. Okay, this is this is a 
pattern of criminal summoning and she's going to be prosecuted for this. This is a third party engaging in facilitation of kidnapping on multiple occasions, criminal summoning, which is facilitation. Uh, this is uh, the ongoing conduct of this person. Okay. And so she's making a phone call after we had this argument outside of the apartment in the parking lot as I am seeing her on her phone. Yet officer Jay Burnett, number 19993 is in the parking lot of the jail where I have been kidnapped, taken to this venue where POC is underway. The light source is directly of, over the vehicle that I am inside. That is the light source is remaining directly over me while I'm inside of this vehicle. And the officer is pulling out his phone and him and Sequoia are reviewing what is the sound of my voice telling Tracy Banks that I will hurt her if she puts her hands on me again. And I uh, do write about this in this documentation that is written out again. It's referred to as the November 16, 2019 list of police encounters, excuse me, 2018 list of police encounters. And it is 109 pages in totality. This specific episode of the pattern of conduct speaking to what is a pattern of kidnapping by the entity acting via the Ontario Police Department, the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department and the Rancho Cucamonga Superior Court is um, highlighted on through pages 35 to 63. This is speaking about the May 4th, 2019. And I was kidnapped for a, uh, a duration of time. I was kidnapped from May 4th, 2019 until May 22nd, 2019. And this is while the pattern of conduct is underway. I'm subject to surveillance. And this is how a police officer is able to play back an argument that is occurring inside of what is supposedly a private residence, which is also this very audio that this officer is playing is rebutting the very false allegations that were waged against me, uh, which is the grounds upon which criminal summoning is underway. So uh, I want to be clear on that. So you're talking about in every regard, literally artificially engineering um, information in order to appear as though there is some uh, case, uh, some criminal case against me. And there is not. This is the reality of what is surveillance. And this is why you have a police officer playing back audio of what I am saying, what is occurring inside of a third party's venue. OK, it is not a private residence. It is the uh, the people of the state identified at a specific address where surveillance is underway. Federal group stalking and monitoring underway, kidnapping pursuant to that criminal system, the fictitious exercise of authority while that criminal system is underway. And this is the ongoing criminal activity starting with the Ontario. Well, starting with the, the people of the state. All right. Criminal summoning, uh, false allegations while you're monitoring together, okay? Everything that is being uttered, everything uh, that is occurring is a matter of public information. And that's how the police are able, Officer Jay Burnett on May 4th, uh, 2019 in the parking lot of West Valley Detention Center is playing back audio of something that was said inside of uh, Tracy Banks's apartment, which by the way, is no grounds for any arrest or summoning, especially when I'm speaking it as a, in a defensive manner after she has hit me. She is the one that engaged in a battery, in fact, okay? so. There is that. But I just want to be clear where the entity is placing you under surveillance, where the entity is engaging in federal group stalking and monitoring. The government is the criminal and there is no legitimate exercise of authority under the law. This is also seen by the sheriff's department who are engaging in kidnapping on May 4th, 2019, passed over from the demons of the Ontario Police Department to the demons of the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department, where federal group stalking and monitoring remains underway. OK, and you have what is also engaging in the falsification of information. In other words, a fictitious booking record. This is why I am sitting in jail uh, and you have what is well beyond 48 hours 
well beyond 120 hours in excess before I am ever uh, taken to court for what is supposed to be an arraignment. This is in every way a criminal act by an entity that's engaged in, in federal group stalking and monitoring. And I am only, I'm also more than that, I'm speaking to what is the, literally the fictitious exercise of authority under the law. This is why you're creating documents, documentation in order to substantiate what is my placement in jail while you're engaging in ongoing, the ongoing POC. All right. And this is documented as well. I even published the document. It is uh, referred to as the original booking record. Again, I'm kidnapped on May 4th. OK, I'm kidnapped on May 4th, 2019. So you have the booking record with the date on it. May 4th, 2019. I remain in jail. I do not go to court. Uh, and this is, again, spelled out in my uh, documentation and writing and, and the list of police encounters. And the booking records, which I published so you can see with your own eyes, the probable cause declaration, which is dated May 4th, 2019, the arrest and booking application, which is dated May 4th, 2019. Uh, you have what is the sheriff's department's documentation, the booking record dated May 4th, 2019. I do not go to any court. I sit in jail. They put me in a hold, holding cell all day long for an excess of 12 hours uh, after removing me from the cell on May 7th as though I'm going to court. I never go to court. They keep me in a jail, in a holding cell at the front of the jail. Okay, moving the demons that are the people of the state. These are literally the people of the state who are in jail engaging in what is this demonic activity, this state surveillance system. It is surveillance underway inside of the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department facilities. And I sat in a jail, a holding cell on May 7, 2019 for an excess of 12 hours. And I never went to court that day, contrary to what they said. They said, oh, you're going to go to court. You're going to go to court today. And I never went to court that day. And let me be clear, there was never an intention to go to court. This is not the actual exercise of some legitimate court justice system. This is criminal activity through and through. So I'm speaking to, again... I want to reiterate, this is not only the pattern of conduct. I'm speaking to the pattern of conduct itself is literally the fictitious exercise of authority under the law, the abuse of the law, the abuse of the positions of those in the positions of the government, in the positions of law enforcement. All right. That's what the Ontario Police Department represents. That's what the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department represents. That's exactly what they engaged in. And pursuant to what is a concerted, a cooperative criminal act of kidnapping, you have what is the... Um, falsification, the creation of what is a fictitious booking record, which is dated May 8th, 2019. I'm given this while I remain in jail, having not been to court, no court hearing, no arraignment whatsoever, uh, creating lies as to why I was not in court as though it's within my discretion to not go to a court after you're um, arrested just because I don't, I don't want to go to court. This is what the uh, state actor, Charles J. Umeda, this is a judge California bar number 118380 states in court when I speak to him on uh, what is May 9th, 2019. Again, this is after an excess of 120 hours of being in jail and having no court date. Um, so you're talking about what was a, a, a kidnapping on Saturday. And under some fictitious exercise of authority under the law, I should have been in court on Monday. And that is not what happened. All right. Um, and so uh, you have what is engaging. This is blatant kidnapping while the POC is underway. OK, and so while I am remaining in jail and I am receiving an additional booking record while I'm sitting in a jail cell kidnapped, this is speaking to what is the intent to engage in an ongoing kidnapping, creating an additional booking record, advancing the date. 
All right. It's it's dated May. Uh, I'm sorry. I have it published on my website, May 8th, 2019 booking record falsification. I actually receive it while I'm sitting inside of a jail cell and have not had any court dates. Uh, and it, it it has changed the booking record. The information on it is it is fictitious all the way around. Uh, and th these are for felony charges, two felony charges for uh, Penal Code Section 69, which are uh felony charges for what is the obstruction of the lawful execution of the duties of an of a, of a police officer and that is what is so farcical also because you're talking about the criminal conduct of law enforcement and they are using the law as a means to engage in kidnapping you so understand what the government is doing on paper making it look like if this is legitimate uh this is a legitimate exercise of what you know law enforcement and the sheriff's department and what the courts are doing like they're doing justice right and this is it could not be farther from the truth, but this is what is what it is appearing as on the surface. This is what public corruption is. All right. Uh, and so I'm speaking to what are the details, what they are doing, how the system, uh, how the uh, the entity is engaging in kidnapping while they're uh, this is literally a comprehensive system of uh, state surveillance. And it is terrorism while the pattern of conduct is underway by the demons of the Ontario Police Department, of the Sheriff's Department and of the courthouse itself, the Rancho Cucamonga Superior Court. Yes. Subject to ongoing surveillance inside of the court, everything that is going on inside of the court, which is a state facilitating venue where the state is aiming directed light, where the state is keeping a fake sun over that courthouse, which, by the way, I have documented on more than one occasion, the state's fake sun moving over that venue. It is a nothing but a venue. There is no exception with regard to what is revealing demonic activity. And these are entirely malicious demons in positions of law enforcement, in positions of judges sitting on benches, engaging in criminal conduct, seeking to obstruct justice, wanting to conceal what is what it is that I'm documenting. And this is why I have been subject to what is this pattern of kidnapping. And this is also the grounds of what is federal prison as you are prosecuting a government that is engaging in that conduct. So uh, I just want to speak to what is the um, the the POC and the May 4th, 2019 kidnapping. And I want to specifically name those actors. Um, and so with regard to the May 9th, 2019, after the sheriff's department engages in what is literally generating a fictitious booking record, advancing the date uh, and then having me taken to court within uh, less than. 24 hours of this date that I receive it. I receive it on May 8th. All right. And so the next day, May 9th, I'm taken to court for what is an arraignment. This is a fictitious case, right? It is literally fictitious. And uh, it is also fictitious because you have what is a criminal that is the state that is engaging in state surveillance, engaging in what is the use of the law to literally engage in kidnapping you. All right. It is fictitious in that regard. And it's also fictitious because the entity is literally creating up information, creating documents, creating events. I've documented the entity engaging in creating names. OK, uh, reference a uh, fictitious prosecution uh, case number Mary Wendy Victor two zero 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 six four zero. The San Bernardino County uh, District Attorney's Office created a name that does not actually exist with the West Valley Division, that uh, district attorney's office that was F. Ramos making up names OK, on a complaint. Uh, this is a person that does not exist, does not exist on the California bar site. This is a pattern. All right. And a fictitious prosecution is the means whereby the entity is engaging in kidnapping. It is fictitious in every regard. All right. The government that is engaging in state surveillance and terrorism has no credibility and is not exercising any legitimate exercise of authority under the law. It is fictitious in that regard. And it is also fictitious while the criminal is also artificially engineering information, events, 
uh, records, people in order to accomplish what is that act of kidnapping by an entity that is engaged in federal group stalking and monitoring. And so on May 9, 2019, Charles J. Umeda, California bar number 118380, he participates in a fictitious prosecution and does so via an untimely arraignment. All right. Uh, and also is not given the convenience of feigning ignorance to that, which again, this judge is not ignorant of that. This is a demon, by the way. This is a demon. This is a demonic environment. This is the pattern of conduct. So you are understanding the totality of circumstances. You are looking at what is the big picture. And I am revealing the demons and all of the positions that they hold. All right. And those demons engaging in criminal conduct of an egregious level. Okay. And so I want to be clear. Uh, Charles J. Umeda is advised by my own. I am, I am given some arraignment in an untimely manner. And I also do, and I do this intentionally. Not only do I not sign the um, document that is the advisement of legal rights, because this is a criminal act and I'm not going to in any way consent or cooperate with it. It's nonsense. I knew from the beginning, I'm going to document you and you're going to federal prison. Uh, it is, I'm going through this process because it's, it needs to be known what the government is doing, the ways in which the government does it. And it also needs to be known these government actors, it needs to be known their condition. These are demons. All right. These are puppets of Satan and they're engaging in what is, I mean, the, the heights of criminal activity. All right. And so uh, this uh, judge is I speak to him in the absence of any legal counsel being arraigned for what are two felony charges in the absence of any. There is no public defender there. All right. And uh, I am given this untimely arraignment and I tell him and I ask him, actually, I ask him, I say, how is this official? How is this even valid when I was arrested on May 4th, 2019? And this judge, this demon out of the mouth of this demon, this criminal states that uh it was his understanding that I refused to go to court and it, and it is just a false. It is an outright fabrication. It is a plain lie. All right. And this is how do they engage in it? They say and do whatever they want. You have what is the bailiff that is engaging in what is a show of force and aggression stopping. In, and that is, by the way, intruding into what is my legal right to address the judge. I've been held uh, in jail and they intentionally engage in this conduct, stopping me from uh, speaking because the judge is engaging in what is trying to avoid an encounter and avoid what would be uh, that, which is something that they are required to address legally, right? And my ability to articulate that. Understand this is all um, deliberate conduct, but you have what is uh, making, stating this falsehood and I have no uh, public defender present for two felony charges and an untimely arraignment and stating that I refuse to go to court which by the way is it's not only is it false it's ridiculous you are not arrested and then somehow have the discretion to choose oh do you just want to stay in jail forever or do you want to go to court and have an arraignment that's not how the system works all right and so but you have what is the statement by this judge again charles j umeda one one eight three eight zero. This is on May 9, thousand and nineteen. Charles J. Umeda is engaged in kidnapping, uh, and engaged in what is facilitation of kidnapping. Federal group stalking and monitoring is underway. He is engaged in surveillance, and kidnapping is nothing other than the criminal act of obstruction of justice by the entity that is engaging in that criminal system. All right, and so uh, I also want to identify what is Prisca So, Prisca So, California Bar Number two eight two eight. She participates in the fictitious prosecution on May 16th, 2019. 
and she does so via a pre-trial hearing. All of this is literally engaging in what is the song and dance in the court as though this is some legitimate legal process and it is not. It's criminal activity in what is a state facilitating venue. That is the Rancho Cucamonga Superior Court while federal group stalking and monitoring is underway. Um, uh, this is... Uh, Prisca so also on May 21st, 2019, May, excuse me, May 21st, 2019, uh, in concert with the uh, Samarin, she does so on behalf of, with which is the agency acting within a pattern of kidnapping and the intentional withholding of zealous advocacy. This is referred to as what is criminal incompetence. While they are uh, engaging in what is their this is how they engage in what is facilitating your ability to be kidnapped because if you were to actually advocate uh it is a glaring omission in other words to not address the fact that i was in jail for an excess of 120 hours before i ever got a, an arraignment okay just looking past that understand that's criminal it is intentional it's the malicious act by a demon who is engaging in what is the satanic targeting system of federal group stalking and monitoring acting in an official capacity all right using the california bar license in a court of law acting officially you are a state actor engaging in the poc and it is criminal incompetence and she is engaged in kidnapping in this regard also having my the lack of any convenience to feign ignorance which again you're not ignorant as an officer of the court it is, it is your due diligence it is the duty that you owe all right to uh, be aware of that to speak to it to address it and I want to be clear, the San Bernardino County Public Defender's Office engages in this pattern. This is the POC. This is how the officers of the court engage in the pattern of conduct of kidnapping, uh, literally just falling back from what should be what is uh, advocacy on behalf of their client. Uh, but this is, I am one who is subject to state surveillance and the entity is seeking to engage in kidnapping indefinitely in order to silence, all right, in order to oppress. Uh, and so you have what is Prisca so on May 21st, 2019, uh, on behalf of and in concert with the San Bernardino County Public Defender's Office, the uh, San Bernardino County District Attorney's Office, uh, acting with um, this is Leonard K. Tao Chang, California Bar Number 285878, in what is a preliminary hearing and absolutely contrived dramatics in a court of law. I mean, it was, it was literally a stage um and by a stage i mean my relaying to prisca so the fact that officer jay burnett of the ontario police department pulled out his cell phone and played a recording of the argument that occurred between tracy banks and myself inside of her apartment prior to any call to the police department and also not only just that but just illegally searched my vehicle you you opened up the car door and you have no warrant you have no emergency giving you some pass in order to engage in that search there is no legal authority whatsoever there also is no legal authority because the poc is underway but i'm just speaking to with regard to how these criminals are supposed to be obligated governed by the laws right that they are uh, ostensibly acting pursuant to they are not Right. And Prisca Soa is in deliberately engaging in disregarding these very highly 
inconvenient facts, okay, in order to accomplish what is that cooperative criminal act of kidnapping. And this is how the officers of the court, this is how the judges, uh, and this is how law enforcement and the uh, people of the state are acting to engage in that criminal system together. And it is that which is unfathomable. And while you sit in jail, um, and I am documenting well, I want to identify the deputies, but I want to first be clear again, that is the San Bernardino County Public Defender's Office, uh, Prisca So, California Bar Number 282824. She is engaged in kidnapping. She's engaged in a fictitious prosecution. She is engaged in what is criminal incompetence, okay? Um, and just gross, I mean, just gross dereliction of duty. Um, I mean, it's, it's basic with regard to the legal issues that were highlighted before her that I even addressed to her knowing my, my, knowing my rights, knowing the law, all right, knowing what they are supposed to do. So I'm literally sitting in jail and I'm witnessing the fact that this, the, the entity is kidnapping me. They're literally kidnapping me. And these, uh, the lawyers are engaged in kidnapping as well. And they're doing it maliciously. So, so I speak to this attorney, I, t I speak to Prisca Skull and I tell her this information, uh, that which she should be aware of, but I'm telling her cause I am relieving her of any convenience to feign any ignorance whatsoever. It is a matter of documentation. You're talking about what is federal prison, okay? Uh, and so I, there is no space whatsoever, and that's why I'm so thorough in bringing up and essentially asking questions that I already know the answer to, all right? I know that I'm not supposed to be in, first of all, I know that you're monitoring me, but aside from that, I know that I'm not supposed to be in jail still on May 9th, at some arraignment, I was arrested on May 4th, 2019. Why wasn't I taken to court on, or not even that at West Valley, it's video court. All they had to do was take me to another room in the jail. They didn't do that. They didn't take me to another cell in the, in the jail. They uh, feigned as though they were going to drive me to the courthouse. And I sat for, for an excess of 12 hours and did not go to any court, no video court hearing, nothing whatsoever. All right. These are glaring legal issues, which the uh, officers of the court are intentionally engaging in disregarding, dismissing. All right. And it is the ongoing threat to my life while I remain subject to surveillance in that state facilitating venue. Let me be clear. These are psychopaths. These are the demon possessed in positions of law enforcement, engaging in criminal activity, engaging in kidnapping, be kidnapping me because I am documenting the entity. You are as that officer of the court in uh, affirmatively engaging in that POC, fully engaged in waging that ongoing threat to my life as well. It is criminal incompetence, right? Uh, this is no ordinary uh, incompetence. It is that which is facilitating the state's pattern of conduct. Um, so I want to be clear, that is also Leonard Katow Chang, California Bar Number 285878 and the San Bernardino County District Attorney's Office. And so I am kidnapped again, um, I just want to be clear with the dates. May 4, 2019, I'm taking a state facilitating venue, the West Valley Detention Center. And uh, the West Valley Detention Center is a state facilitating venue where the POC is ceaselessly underway, the state molesting with directed light, the state aiming impossible light activity, in other words, engineered light into the jail cells, into the units, moving it all the way up onto the brick walls, into the depths of the cell. I, I've documented this already. What the state, what I'm showing and my documentation, what the state is doing at every single venue where I go, stalking and molesting with directed light is underway inside of the state facilitating venues of West Valley Detention Center. Multiple shadows uh, of the um, people that are the, the people of the state and the demons that are the, the sheriffs and the medical workers. They are 
it is the same exact demented environment. This is surveillance underway. This is demonic activity that I remain subject to while this entity is engaging in what is an, a criminal act of a cooperative uh, attempt to kidnap. Well, it's not an attempt. It actually is a kidnapping that I suffered from May 4, 2019 to May 22, 2019. And I just want to be clear, the pattern of conduct is ceaselessly underway. It does not stop. It never takes a pause. The ongoing elements of monitoring do not at, at, at any point ever cease. Okay. Um, and so you have what are the uh, West Valley Detention Center, a state facilitating venue, deputies specifically uh, documented by name. And this is not limiting. This is documentation of the facility. This is documentation of that law enforcement agency. But I, for purposes of thoroughly exposing and naming as many demons as possible, um, whose names I gathered while subject to this kidnapping uh, beginning on May 4, 2019 through May 22, 2019 at West Valley Detention Center, uh, Deputy M. Ramirez, Deputy E. Hernandez, L. Lopez, Deputy Gomez, excuse me, Gomez, badge number 3008. All right, this is the same deputy uh, engaging in heavily documented criminal uh, and sexual violence uh, pursuant to the fictitious prosecution. Uh, the People versus, uh, versus Erica Lorraine Spencer, case number Mary Wendy Victor 2000640. This is the same deputy. Uh, and Deputy A. Valdez, badge number 3140. Her employee number is H as in Henry 7576. Okay, that's West Valley. Uh, with the Glen Helen Rehabilitation Center, this is a state facilitating venue. The maintenance of the elements of monitoring, light activity, in other words. Uh, so you have what is essentially dorms at Glen Helen Rehabilitation Center. And you, the maintenance, the entity engaged in the maintenance of light activity by maintaining flickering lights and on a daily basis. This is, this is what I'm stating. It is not a malfunction. It is, first of all, a demonic environment. That's what the flickering, flashing light indicates. And you are seeing that. Uh, in the, the venue where the entity is maintaining flashing lights, flickering lights in the bathroom, which is speaking to what is sexual violence, the intent to engage in that ongoing surveillance, that POC inside of the bathroom. All right. Uh, that bathroom where uh, the demon possessed every single last one of them in those women's dorms, engaging in this hovering stalking uh, system together as one replete with that light activity for that sexually violent criminal purpose all right in doing so and uh, throughout the totality of that dorm so while we would have uh chow time which is referred to meal time they refer to it as chow the the uh the day room area would have flickering light and this is on a daily basis they always maintain flickering light and it, it is not necessarily the same light that is always flickering. I just want to speak to that. It is not a malfunction. This is what I mean. It's not a shortage. All right. It's a, by shortage, I mean like a, like a short fuse or something. This is not it. It is the POC. It is the method of light activity. The same demonic conduct I'm showing you where these demons in their commercial, commercial vehicles, in their own vehicles, on their uh, personal properties, on commercial established, commercial establishments. Uh, what the, you're talking about, what is the maintenance of light activity by flashing light? Okay, this is what the entity is doing inside of the Glen Helen Rehabilitation Center because there are were no windows 
inside of the dorms, for example. And so they maintain light activity with the perpetual flashing, flickering lights. And this is also terrorizing while the entity is stalking with light, maintaining that environment inside of that facility while engaging in kidnapping. All right. And also doing so, maintaining that light activity inside of the private space, which does not cease to be a private space because the entity wants to kidnap it kidnap you that is going toward what is the violation of the prison rape elimination act while i am subject to sexual violence by an entity that is engaging in kidnapping while federal group stalking and monitoring is underway it is in violation of intersecting federal laws that those facilities of the san Bernardino county sheriff's department remain subject to that's what that's going toward i do not uh, cease to uh, um, document what is sexual violence by an entity that's surveilling engaging in that light activity which is a uh, light activity that is touching my person uh, while i am physically indisposed engaging in a private activity that same analysis applies and this is relevant to prosecuting an entity that engages in a tendency to kidnap while you are documenting reporting or otherwise seeking to prosecute the entity all right. And so you have what is the maintenance of flashing light in the day room at Glen Helen Re Rehabilitation Center um, in the dorm itself, uh, the dormitory area and in the bathroom inside of the dorms while the entity was amplifying plane activity, amplifying helicopter activity, engaging in all manner of harassment in concert with the inmates. Uh, and as I specifically documented I just want to reference this because I spoke to this specific deputy who I will name again, uh, but Deputy Cooper, uh, I documented her on video at Arrow Boulevard and Sierra Avenue while I am leaving state facilitating venue, the Fontana Lewis Library, and I'm showing you what is directed light. I, I have two legs, okay? But I'm showing you the directed light, which is why you see four legs, elongated four legs reaching at a distance in front of me upright on the walls of the Fontana Chamber of Commerce. This is directed light. It is not coming from the headlights that are on the street while I'm on the sidewalk. And that trajectory of light is also speaking diagonally. Headlights are not aiming diagonally while they are facing what is west on uh, Arrow Boulevard. That was directed light. And I'm showing you what are the demons of the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department and this particular deputy, Deputy Cooper, who I specifically referenced in this video documentation that is already published on YouTube. And I also told her that she's going to federal prison. All right. And I told her that because that is exactly what is going to happen. And that is why she is on the streets engaging in molestation and directed light. This is the demonic environment that is present. She knows exactly who I am. That is also what you know by directed light, by virtue of what is the fake sun over my head, by virtue of what is directed light molesting my person all of which is impossible to naturally occur it is the signature it is the admission of a stalker a demon possessed one acting pursuant to what is the pattern of conduct of federal group stalking and monitoring she also was familiar with me because she engaged in kidnapping while i remained at state facilitating venue the Glen helen rehabilitation center where deputy cooper deputy kabloyan and kabloyan is spelled k-a-b-l u-y-e-n deputy j frank badge number i'm sorry j frank this is the employee number of j frank which is a female uh employee number h as in henry 5826 deputy mora deputy cortez deputy nelson deputy baker deputy smith deputy holguin holguin is spelled h-o-l-g-u-i-n deputy rubel kava uh her name is spelled R-U-B-L-E-C-A-V-A, or substantially similar. Uh, Deputy Barbosa, Deputy Tolman, Deputy M. Bush, employee number H as in Henry, 8228. Corporal Hayes, this is a male, 
and this is not a deputy again this is a corporal and also m mason which i believe not a deputy either this is a male and he is of some stature above deputy and engaged in the poc and that's how i was able to capture his name engaging in that demonic system engaging in surveillance inside of that venue um and uh engaged in what is kidnapping and deputy cooper all right who i also had the pleasure of documenting on video engaging in the poc uh, while she was um engaging in literally stalking on the streets uh, and that that's also how i have um spoken to again the pattern of conduct is speaking to uh, knowledge while knowledge of who it is in relevant position these are not ignorant people who are engaging in everyday normal life uh it is to the it is literally the, the exact opposite of that it, it is the that which you cannot fathom because this is not the actual sun that is hovering over me this is not a normal light that is molesting all over me and i've shown that in the volume of documentation and deputy cooper engaging in kidnapping at the Glen Helen Rehabilitation Center located at 1800 Institution Road in San Bernardino, California. I also uh, documented her on video and this is the documentation that I was referencing. That is the deputy that I was referencing. But De Deputy Cooper was not uh, acting by herself. These are the other deputies and corporals or captains uh, engaging in that criminal conduct that I want to identify by name. But again, this is documentation of what is this that entire facility engaging in what is state surveillance the state of california the entity is engaging in surveillance at the state facilitating venues associated with the san Bernardino county sheriff's department and they are infected with demon possession and they are kidnappers serial kidnappers and very very dangerous criminals psychopaths in positions that they have no business in and i am there present documenting deputy cooper along with the rest of the entity while i was subject to this kidnapping and so uh, this is the pattern of conduct that I uh, documented. And again, this is reference to case number uh, FWV 19001471. Those are the officers of the court. Those are the that that is the judge. There was another judge again on at the preliminary hearing where uh District Attorney Chang and Prisca So were present engaging in what was the highly contrived criminal act. Uh, literally they were acting on a stage the intent was to uh, dismiss the case altogether and again it's not even a real case all right but as soon as i told uh, prisca so that uh, officer jay burnett played this recording on his phone then you have what is just getting rid of the case altogether and and understand the obligation that prisca so has uh, as an attorney with this information that i gave her okay and so again this is that criminal incompetence she never addresses uh, the fact that i am in jail for an excess of 120 hours before i'm ever quote unquote arraigned all right that's deliberate um it is not harmless error uh this is kidnapping where i remain subject to what is surveillance by a government all right. And you are talking about what is an ongoing threat to my life. And you are facilitating that by your deliberate disregard of that uh, criminal act. All right. You're talking about what is facilitating kidnapping by your uh, just ignoring that. Uh, just just, you know, disregarding it and just sweeping right on past it to. OK, well, do you want to accept the DA's offer? Uh, they said if you if you take the offer, then they, if you plead, then they will reduce the felonies to misdemeanors um in this regard as well this is criminal incompetence these are state actors acting in the capacity as attorneys who are engaging in a fictitious prosecution and offering to me 
uh, what is supposedly some deal that is supposed allegedly some benefit to me when there is not even a, a, a true genuine case this is criminal activity and but for my knowledge of the law and my knowledge of my own rights you are talking about what is a conspiracy to engage in an ongoing kidnapping i mean if you can fathom one who is ignorant of their rights under the law ignorant of the law itself thinking that they have no other choice which the entity intentionally engages in surrounding you in this regard in order to uh, make one make you feel like that. But understand, you're not you're ignorant of the law. You don't know. And you're dealing with officers of the court who are engaged in the POC, giving extending offers to you, which is a criminal act. It's, this is referred to as what is criminal incompetence. And of, of course, I deny that I decline that. And I also speak to what is her uh, blatant disregard of what are uh, glaring legal issues. This is not uh, just some a minor thing. This is a pattern. This is the facilitation of kidnapping by an entity. And the entity acts through the officers of the court. The entity acts through the judges. These are literally the puppets of Satan. And this is how surveillance and obstruction of justice is underway in the state of California. And so uh, this is why I wanted to um, speak specifically to this criminal act of kidnapping that I was subject to again from the dates of May 4, 2019 to May 22nd, 2019, where I am released from kidnapping from Glen Helen Rehabilitation Center after 12 o'clock in the morning. I'm given no paperwork about any court, uh, you know, case being dropped. I'm giving nothing. And they just uh, take me at 12 o'clock in the morning on the 22nd, this court date, uh, which is cr criminal activity in the court, it, acting and participating in any capacity is engagement in that fictitious prosecution is your grounds for what is engaging in what is kidnapping in federal prison. All right. That it is a no, uh, no uh, tolerance policy with regard to the government that wants to kidnap you while you're documenting what is speaking to a legal process of surveillance that you remain subject to uh, by a public entity. All right. And so uh, you have what is uh, af after 12 o'clock in the morning, dropping me off at what is, um, a parking lot in the middle of San Bernardino, which I believe is the uh, central detention center uh, where they uh, took me to drop me off at after 12 o'clock in the morning on May 22nd, 2019. Uh, and so what immediately follows after I am released from this kidnapping on May 22nd, 2019 is that which I shall also publish. And this is speaking to, again, the fictitious engagement of what is some exercise of authority by law enforcement. And it follows by what is the court while you remain subject to surveillance. And it is also relevant, highly relevant and probative as to that ongoing POC where it is hours later and I am sitting in the passenger side of a vehicle of a third party and I we are pulled over by the Fontana Police Department while the POC is underway hours after being released from kidnapping all right and by the same entity and you have what is uh while you are engaging in surveillance pulling over pulling over a vehicle where you already know uh that for example my seatbelt is not on you are engaging in ongoing real-time knowledge of everything that is going where i'm going what i'm saying literally my breathing pattern all right and then you are engaging in what is a fictitious exercise of authority uh using what are uh the legal doctrines that do not exist when you're engaging in federal group stalking and monitoring which is surveillance uh, probable cause and or reasonable suspicion. The, these officers of the F Fontana Police Department do not have any reasonable suspicion. The pattern of conduct is underway while the third party's vehicle is pulled over whom I'm a passenger inside of that vehicle and the police are focusing on me inside of that vehicle where I am not the only one without a, without a seatbelt on. But again, you're talking about what is what is the focus? The fictitious exercise of authority under the law. And then that is uh, carried on by what is the court carrying on a case 
where you're engaged in surveillance. Everything that you're doing is known and it is the illegal knowledge and insight, real-time knowledge of everything that you're doing at all times. That's relevant to what I will be publishing. And this is what occurred hours later after release from kidnapping on May 22nd, 2019. But nonetheless, this is the kidnapping by an entity with the intent to obstruct justice via fictitious prosecution, the people versus Spencer, case number FWV 1900 1471. That is the POC.